Hello, everybody. My name is Ravi Ramgopal, and I will be your fearless host for this episode of Was It Good? I'm joined by my bros, Arjuna and Krishna. Our father, Papa Ramgopal, is also joining us. Why? Because we're addressing one of his favorite favorite topics, action movie stars. And of course, some newsy news around a bunch of Disney properties. Surprise, surprise, what else is new? But before we all, before all that jazz, how is everyone doing? <laughs> you know what the problem is with this intro? Is this this microphone <laughs> is in my way. That was, oh, from seeing it? Yeah, because I don't have my glasses in because I'm an idiot. Classic. Oh, Probably start wearing glasses on these. Yeah, things. that was very choppy. It's a classic. You're, you're, you're reading it like, um, you know, remember in like the third grade when you'd be sitting in the classroom and uh, the whole class would be reading from a textbook. Yep. And you have to bump, you know, the net for the next person to read. Yeah. It's like you just got bumped and you really didn't want to read. Yeah. I think that's, uh, uh, yeah. Thanks. Lack of confidence on my part. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Krishna. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Uh, Dad, Papa Ramgopal, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. 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 Good. Okay. Busy day today at work, so. Well, that's good. That's oh, good. Yeah. I thought I thought it was gonna be yeah. one of those things where dad started off like I'm doing great. And he's like, I'm doing good. It's like I'm I mean, you know, today sucked. <laughs> <laughs> today, was, today was terrible. Today was a day. Today was a day. Uh, I thought it was just gonna you know, one of those roller coaster rides. Oh god. that feels like every day in twenty twenty. But anyway, let's talk about stuff that's cool. Action movies, the greatest of all time. We have a number of co- um, contenders here. Uh, uh, action movie stars. Action right? movie stars, excuse yeah. me. Action movie stars, not heroes. Action movie stars. Um, some of the contenders that we have in here, we've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, Jet Lee, Chuck Norris, Celeste Stallone, Jason Statham, Will Smith, The Rock, Mel Gibson, Donnie Yen, Harrison Ford. A whole slew of action stars. And we're probably missing. We're missing a crap ton, I'm sure (laughs) of it. I think we should start by defining what is an action star. And and who who better to answer that than our resident expert? Dad, what is an action movie star? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it it will depend on, on, on the type of movie, of course, or what the action star will be. Like, for instance, take it to... Top one, I will go with you with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. There are two action stars in in their own way, and it's two different type of movies. Um, like, for instance, Commando versus Rambo. Wait, wait, I mean, it's like <laughs> you you wouldn't say those movies are very similar. Which ones, Rambo and no. and uh, Commando? I Lots of blowing up and. You know, yeah, there, there's lots of blowing up. There's lots of killing. There's lots of whatever else. But <laughs> we just defined action two, movie. <laughs> yeah. There are two yeah. different types of movie. Um, so an action movie star. I mean, it's like anybody can do some action, and they call him an action action hero uh, or action star. So, mm. yeah, throwing uh, to uh, our throwing. Uh, looking at. Sorry, hey, go you, ahead. you broke up there a little bit. What was that last part, Dad? Well, what I'm saying, I was looking at, at some of them uh, online, and they have, um, like, Will Smith is an action hero. I mean, he did some action movies. I mean, it's like his latest one was um, Bad Boys for oh, Bad Boys for Life, yeah. Bad Boys for Life. And it was a lot, lots of action in it. And, I mean, it's like, do you still rate him as an action, action hero? So, I mean, mm. or action star. Do, do you so. think it's important for action stars to do their own stunts like not at all they do that there is that is that part of the is that part of the deal like i think when you look at the the 80s and the 90s right like it was all about for the action stars it was about being shirtless and muscular and killing people oil ripped oil oil Oil. Oil. a lot of oil you know some type of like there's a lot of machoism that was what yes. action in the uh, 80s I think they've the redefined that now, too. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. That has been defined now as toxic masculinity. I think in the 2020s, as Dad pointed out, you know, Bad Boys for Life is very much an action movie. It is very much an action movie for Will Smith. But you don't see him with his shirt off, like, all buff and muscular. Well, he, but he has done those, right? For sure. Yeah. But it, I think it brings up the point of, like, action movies of the 2020s, you oh, know, or at least, in the, yeah. at least the ones in the theaters that are popular are a little bit different. And, does, and that maybe changes the definition. You know, I think that that old school action star is kind of dead, right? Like, I don't know if that necessarily exists anymore. If uh, maybe if, the Rock. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, uh, I, I want to go back to a point you just made. Uh, movie star, action movie stars who do their own stunts. If that's gonna be a criteria and it's big on your list, there's there's only one clear winner for that. Keanu Rowan Atkinson. 
Wow. Yeah, well, uh, actually, no, Tom, starting, uh, no, no, Tom Cruise. Tom, we forgot right. to put Tom Cruise on here. Tom no, Cruise no, does um, most of his stunts. I think you have to put um, Jackie Chan in there as well. Um, yeah, he we got it. He was number two on our list. Yes. Well, and just yeah. and this this list that we just read, by the way, is in no particular order. It's just who came to mind for whoever wrote the list. Well, I think I think put that cookie down. We'll get to the cookie a little bit later. I know you're hungry and you haven't eaten today, but that's not my what? problem. You haven't eaten. He, he told me not to eat. Wow! Until this until he has this. this I haven't eaten since yesterday when we were supposed to do the pod. Wow! He said, "Don't you dare eat before you eat that." <laughs> so macaroon. you got a nice little forty-eight hour fast. Forty-eight hour fast, right it's there. Actually, it's actually a, a seventy-two day fast. Oh, Je- Jesus! Actually, 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 going back to what Arjuna was saying about action stars as well. Um, when um, that movie came out, Commando, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger did a, a live. Um, show back in England with um, one of the hosts, and he did say that he had still he had to do some of his own stunts. Mm. Um, and so the guy, well, he, I forget the, the host of the name. Said, "Well, why was it for? Why was it that thought you had a stunt double or whatever?" He said, "Well, they look at my body, and like com- coming back to what Arjuna was saying, that they, you have to be ripped and all of this." And, um, because if he had the body, they think that he could absorb somebody's shock or um, <laughs> whatever. Well, it's like a twofer, right? Like to the point of like utilizing or doing your own stunts, you only have that one individual, yeah. and you just pay for the one server. Granted, though, from an insurance perspective, yeah, that would never fly today. Doesn't fly or doesn't yeah. work at all today. But I like the ingenuity. You know, two for one. To to you can act that. and you can do. St- you crazy ass stunts. stunts. Yeah, because your muscles are big. I think. I think <laughs> referencing that story, it was like. I think it's the part where he's like carrying the logs or whatever mm. in the beginning, and they're like, "Yeah, keep doing that." And he's like, "Yeah, you know, I it it hurts. It hurts a lot to carry a <laughs> a log like that on my shoulders." They're like, "You got you ripped with muscles. You can do it." And he's like, "Uh, no." Yeah, uh, we got a couple comments already. Uh, for uh, all four from Lag and Cheese, Mr. Aaron. Uh, I mean, Arnold won already. Have you guys ever seen Pumping Iron? Milk is for babies. I drink beer, which is, he says, the best line ever. Uh, also, you guys forgot about Keanu. Yeah. Well, we're adding Keanu. We just we mentioned him just a few minutes ago, actually. Well, I only mentioned it because I saw it in the comments. So. Oh, you should have mentioned that. Aaron I was trying to, but as per normal, you cut me off. What? Oh. I yeah. Did? Yeah, you did. Oh, I'm glad. Jerk. <laughs> Sure. Anyway, let's uh, real quick. We, the the question here is who is the greatest action star of all time? Yeah. I feel like the four of us have four wildly different no opinions. W- I mean, no, no, I because this is the this is this is the greatest of all <laughs> these time. New mics make it really these, like these. Yeah, you hear really hear it. You know. Yeah. This question is the greatest of all time, so that includes eighties, nineties, twenty tens, whatever. It also There's includes it answer. also includes shitty ass movies like Triple Frontier. That's but considered no, an action movie. Not a single one person from those movies, like Extraction or Triple Frontier, is I- even in our list. Which is great. Wait, because, Ben Affleck's not good. an because, action star? Because, what? because just because you've appeared in an action movie doesn't make you an action movie star. Action movie star, you, I, I, you have to have a large percentage of your movies dedicated to the genre of action. I think we can agree with that, right? Well, we and I think we talked about previously on this podcast that, like, Superhero movies have kind of overtaken the action movies of today, right? Yeah, because like, like a guy like Chris Evans, you know, guy like Hugh Jackman when he was Wolverine. Huge jacked man. Right. But, but it was all about, you know, X-Men Origins Wolverine was all about Hugh Jackman getting ripped and showing his arms and being shirtless, right? So it was just the same. What about the story? It, it was the same thing, though. Just <laughs> what repa- about the story? Just repackaged into, uh, you know, into, into something that we watch in yeah. terms of a superhero movie. And so it's funny because we, we didn't mention Hugh Jackman as an action star. We didn't mention Chris Evans as an action star. But they're very much brought in for those type of roles, right? Yeah. You know, you don't go to an MCU movie and you're like, wow, this is Oscar-worthy acting. Right, it's about who can who can play in front of the blue screen the best. No, Arjuna, you go to Toby see McGuire. you go to see Star Wars Episode Eight, and you see Mark Hamill's performance, and you make a really stupid bet with your older brother, saying, "Hey, this is Oscar worthy performance." Yeah, but real quick, does does an actor like a Mark Hamill or is he no. an action star? Is that an action star? No. I mean, he's fighting with a lightsaber and, and fighting for the entire galaxy. But the Star Wars movies aren't action movies. They, they have action in them. They're they're fantasy movies. And that yeah, they did have action movies. But just because a movie has an 
action in it doesn't make it an action movie. Well, episode one is a political movie. Yeah, it's a trade trade federation. federation. (laughs) The trade federation is here. We actually have a really good question. I think actually we can throw this question directly to dad. Once again, lag and cheese. Uh, Are Westerns the OG action movies? Can we consider Westerns in that category? What do you think, dad? So then yes, that would open it up to John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, all those guys. Exactly, exactly. See, like that's see, that's what I was coming back to. I was making a reference between um, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone because they're a different type of movie. Now you're gonna throw a western in there. I mean, a western. There could be some very drawn out. Like for instance, yeah. there was one I saw called "Bite the Bullet," <laughs> and it was one one shot was was fired in the whole whole um, movie. Right. Wait, what? Um, one bullet, one one gunshot. And that, me, that was all. The whole, the whole thing, the whole, um, the whole movie. Was I bite the bullet or the last bullet? I can't remember which one it was. It was not very old. Movie. It wasn't called the like only said, bullet. Yeah, it should be the only bullet. Western has their own way of doing things. I mean, like especially when you have the bar fights, the, the fisticuffs. I mean, street ball. Those were uh, to me. Those were not really. Choreographed, they were just like street ball, street brawl. Um, yeah. So Western, I mean, yeah. like Clint Eastwood didn't have a, had a much of a. I, I don't remember any of his movie he had like where he had a um, like a big punch up fight, fisty yeah. fight. Right. Most of the time, he was he was either beaten or he just pull a gun and shoot the guy and kill himself. Well, here's, um, so. here, well, here's an interesting thing about westerns if you if you consider them a precursor to action movies right i don't uh, know if we uh, if, if we can definitively say that right right but, but right but you know westerns are and i was thinking about this too in terms of like the mandalorian right the mandalorian has very much been billed as like a modern western mm. and you know a lot of westerns and I, I think back to like the uh the um the man with no name trilogy where you have this character clint eastwood uh but what do you actually learn about clint eastwood over those three movies He's nothing. a racist. You you learn nothing. You learn nothing about the character. The character is almost nothing. In fact, he's just a vessel, and you, he's basically a, uh, he's basically a, a holdover of you, the viewer, as they're experiencing all these things. And you can actually kind of compare that to an action star. I mean, it's a little more evolved to the action star, but the action star is, and the reason the machoism works is because it's like, you want to be that character, right? Like, mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger is so popular. It's just like, it's the same thing. It's this character that's going through these events and the story is happening around them. And it's them doing all this really cool stuff. And it's basically the stand-in for you. Almost like the video game formula, right? First person works so well because it's you. You're the first person. You're the person that's doing the action. So I guess maybe that's the relation between Westerns and and action stars and action movies, like sort of like really bad characters. Right, because because, (laughs) because here's here's the thing we haven't talked about with like Schwarzenegger and Stallone. They're not very good actors. I don't know about that. Um, have you seen Predator? Wow, Rabbit. That's that's the movie you're going to pull out right now? Jingle All the Way? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't think those are, those no, are well-acted movies. Uh, kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop? I mean, like, look at Arnold's range. He goes from a military guy to an fighting ex-military an guy. Going to, to an ex- Exactly. <laughs> the range. <laughs> the <laughs> range is amazing. I mean, at least throw in Mr. Freeze there. And, and, oh, and Mr. Freeze? Um, the, um, true Lies. Well, well, what about True Lies? Yeah, yeah an so ex-military mean. spy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's... Uh, Do you I, think I, Arnold had a thing has a thing for the military? Oh, well, I think I think uh, he was in the military in Austria, wasn't he? He was. Uh, the, I believe he served. Uh, the tradition. That's. I mean, the, the there's a huge correlation, though. I mean, action movies are violent. The most violent institutions in the world are the military, so it makes sense, right? Um, uh, real quick, uh, Dad, we should throw this right back to you. Uh, some more great comments from Lag and Cheese here. Um, can we consider Bollywood comes out with a bunch of action movies? The only one that comes to mind that I can think of that, because I'm not a big Bollywood person, Amitabh Bachchan. Can we legitimately call Amitabh Bachchan an action movie star? Um, in some way, yes, I will say yes. Like Sholay? Sholay. Sholay, there was the one that came to mind. That, isn't that the commando um, of Bollywood? No, it's like well, a Western. I, I, I wouldn't say it was a commando. I would say probably it's like more like the Rambo type. Ram- okay. Rambo okay. movie. Yeah, um, because they went out to to um, like this guy was just seeking revenge on this um, uh, bandit, 
that took took his arms off, and he <laughs> wanted he wanted um, revenge on on him. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's what the whole story was. That, like, I mean, that is a perfect movie. action movie right. plot. So. Um, yeah, you know, and then there was a, f- a few other. He was um, like the Don. I mean, like he was um, like a gangster, the head of a cartel or however you want to say it. Um, and then he did another one called, um, I forgot the name, um, Diwar, where he, he his brother was a, was a police officer and he was the, the gangster. <laughs> and there was this conflict between the two of them. So, But it was, there was a lot of action in, in, in the way that, that um, in between as they get to the end. I mean, you, you, you know the logical end of that. It never ends, right? So. Mm. Um, so that, that there was that one, no, um, but I did see that they had um, what's this guy named Shahrukh Khan as an action hero? I don't think he's an action hero. Right, so, hmm. isn't he more like a rom com guy? You know, oof. I you mean, know? His, he's the, a leading man in the, a lot of romantic movies. The interesting exactly. thing about yeah. Shahrukh is that his volume is so he puts out so he has put out so many movies. And they, they what, and I, a I good mean, and a good portion of them are probably. Could be considered action movies. I don't sure. know percentage wise, but he's put out so many movies where, by default, he's probably done at least ten action movies. Well, right? I mean, what they put out like six to eight movies a year, it's like ridiculous. the Bollywood actors. It's ridiculous. Well, at least yeah, they each, did each individually, day, but know. Bollywood as a whole puts out something like two hundred plus. Yeah, a year. They, I mean, their production, their production is just like all right, two months from like pre to like fully edited. Wow. That's impressive. It works out pretty well. Yeah. So let's run around real quick and everyone list off your favorite action movie and then your favorite action star. Well, oh. They don't have to be tied in together. Sure. I'm going to kick it off. Okay. And I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going with Chuck Norris. Well, get out. And I'm going to also. As your favorite movie? As my favorite action star. <laughs> and then just to annoy you, Walk a Texas Ranger. That's not a movie. I know it's not a movie. It's a great series, and there's a lot of action series, on yeah. it. And he did quite a bit of his own stunts for it. Mm. So, by Arjuna's definition, television's different. Though. Though. But there was like eight seasons of Walker Texas Ranger. Wait, there's like a just, lot of content. But, but if we're opening this up to television, there was also the team up with um, Sumo? Uh, Samo. Samo. You're 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 totally the so ice knife fight. If we're opening this up to television, <laughs> I think that's Roundhouse a whole, kit. <laughs> that's a whole different thing that we've got to discuss, right? With television. Yeah. Yeah, television. But then we're also going to bring up like streaming services 18. too. Like, there's a whole lot here. Yeah, there, yeah. There's a lot. I don't think there's a. I don't think we can define it. We can stick it into. Maybe you should just pick a movie. Oh, I'm going to pick a movie. That was okay. more of a joke, Christian. Learn to read my sarcasm. Uh, let's no. go with the '80s. So specific action hero to the '80s, and we'll confine the movie to the '80s as well. That way, we're not doing everything because Ooh, it's a lot. Yeah. Um. So. Are we just a blanket agreeing then that the 80s are the best era for action I think movies? that's true. I, I think that's when it started. <laughs> that's when it started. Well, no, no, no. I think, I think in the purposes of this discussion, yeah. right? I think when you talk about, I think when you, I think most people, when they talk about action movies and action stars, that is the golden era. That is the defining era too, in terms of where a lot of those mega stars came out of, where all of those types of movies were were made and a lot of those movies get compared to today even though like a jason statham is from today or the rock you know i i don't know they're not all they're also not like the typical action star and i feel like that definition of typical comes from the 80s Hmm. so i'm gonna say arnold schwarzenegger yeah i'm gonna say predator okay because it has such so many iconic sweaty man gripping man Muscles. (laughs) Muscles. <laughs> they have a. They have an unnatural thing to go and kill that is better than man. Technically, a predator is way more. If it bleeds, we can kill it. If there's a musical that the internet created that goes along with it that made me really enjoy rewatching yeah. Predator because you can't rewatch it without thinking. Yeah, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say Predator and Arnold Schwarzenegger to me are the best actions. Mm-hmm. Star of that decade and, and best action film of that decade. I mean, that, that that's uh, that sounds good to me. I, I'll, I'll go next, I guess. Sure. I think, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm gonna go Terminator Two. Ooh, uh, is that eighty? I I, ooh, I want to say that's the ninety one. I think it's like ninety one, ninety two. I think eighty was ter- the first Terminator. Ooh, yeah. Terminator Two. Let's find out real quick. Judgment Day. <laughs> na, na, na. Uh, when did it come out? It came out. Wait, what? Oh, that's not the right. Um, producer, you should, should bring up the, the theme song. 
<laughs> we're not we're not we can't we don't want to do that because oh, we'll 91. get a copyright claim shoot well <sighs> damn i mean it's on the cusp i mean they probably started pre-production in the 80s can yeah, we maybe can we call it so the first terminator was 84 wow they waited a while then yeah that's they what happened seven. back uh, in the it's day. because there wasn't supposed to be a, a sequel and like the sequel went through so many iterations the and, sequel is like and it, uh, actually, be actually it's interesting one. if you ask dad and you look at the marketing i think for for terminator 2 uh it was a surprise that Schwarzenegger was good for the second one when that came out. Like it was, it was billed as the Terminator has returned and he's bad. And they cut the trailer so it looked like he was going to kill John and like it was Sarah and John on the run from Schwarzenegger. So when people saw the movie, they were actually surprised that he was good. Like it was a pretty big twist um, for the movies. Yeah, I mean it was great. I love it. Can I say Terminator? Two? Are you going to make me pick a different one? No, no, no. Uh, I mean, I, I would also point. bring up this because, again, you know, for our viewers listening and watching, this is a very large, extensive list. We don't know of every single action star. Um, Sigourney Weaver. Yep. Aliens or Alien. Yeah. That's another good, amazing action film. Is it action or is it a sci-fi horror? I, th- I would say the first one is definitely sci-fi horror because yep. there's a guy busting out and mm-hmm. or an alien busting out. The second one's probably more action-driven. Yeah. Third one, for sure. And then the rest is just, wow. Amazing. Wow. They're incredible. Prometheus? They're just, wow. <laughs> nice. We should, no good. No, yeah, they're very, we should rank at some point all the alien films. No, let's from not From worst that. to greatest. Prometheus 2. It's the worst. It's the worst I never, by I never far. even saw Prometheus 2. Really? The second one's better than the first one. Wait, wait it's not Prometheus 2. What's it called? It's called Alien Covenant. Yeah. That yeah. one is better than Prometheus. In my opinion. Well, is that because Fast Banner like almost makes out with Fast Banner? He does make out with him. Does they, he? Fast Bender. Fast Bender. Fast Bender. What did you say? Fast Bender. Fast Bender. Fast Bender. It's not a make out. He just kisses him. His, you know his his his, his 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 newer model on the lips. Uh, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So weird. Yeah. Uh, so Christian, you gonna, you're going to go with Terminator Two and yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. We'll we'll allow it because it was at the end. I mean, everyone knows the new start of a decade feels like the end of the old decade. Yeah. Takes in a minute. So that yeah, that's fine. Right. Oh, we're going to allow it. I'm winning. We're going to allow it. Dad, who who would you go with for your favorite action uh, film of the '80s and favorite action star? Well, I'm sure you know who I'm going to take. I'll take um, Commando. Yep. As to the um, action star. With our, <laughs> the, the action star was um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. But why? Why? I, why? I, why? I, like I said, I mean, I mean, my next one was going to be Terminator, Terminator 2 one. I mean, but like you said, that's in the 1992. But um, I still put Commando. I mean, like it's two different, totally two different movies. But so. So for so for audience unfamiliar, um, our, our father's favorite movie of all time is Commando. He, yeah, it's not he, close. He absolutely loves it. He can quote it like a book. Uh, he is obsessed with it, like we are obsessed with many things. Mm. Uh, but Dad, why is Commando your favorite? What makes it the ultimate action movie in your eyes? Well, you see, the thing is, um, as a parent, um, until you become a parent, you wouldn't know that what he was going through. I mean, for someone to kidnap your child and forcing to do something that you, you, you don't do anymore. Um, it, so to get your child back, you will stop at nothing. And in a way, as a father, I can relate to that because, um, I have you guys. So if somebody does something, um, you will stop at nothing to get your child back. And I could understand and relate to it. He's going to go, go through everything to get whatever, to get his child back. Because he know in the end, even if he do what they ask him to do, they will, they will die. Um, so he had to come up with his own plan and do it his own way and see how he can, like when he went shopping, you know, <laughs> tore down the whole, um, um, the armory. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it's personal for you. Just like Terminator 2 is yeah. personal for me. This time it's personal. Is it Terminator 2 yeah, personal for personal. you? Is Terminator 2 personal for you because it was, what, your first rate R movie? or No, I think, what was it? Wasn't Jurassic Park? Uh, no, that was PG-13. Terminator 2 was, was my fa- my first rated R movie. I don't know if it was your all. I'm pretty it sure it was. was all of ours, yeah. It might have been. What kind of parenting is that? It's, a, it's incredible. It's like one of the best movies <laughs> ever made. Here's the end of the world. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> it got us ready for 2020 in a way nothing else could. Nothing else 
you know, comes close. Yeah, nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, Arjuna, what would you say is your 80s? I mean, everyone's gone Schwarzenegger. Yeah, go something different. So I have to do something different. Uh, I'm going to go Stallone. Uh, mostly yeah, for the Rocky series. Um, they are great. Rocky's a drama? God. <laughs> it's not an action movie. <laughs> they are, uh, in terms of our definition of action there's movies. There's no explosions. Of, of shirtless, sweaty men. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that in, uh, in Rocky. Uh, you know, in fact, in fact, he only fights shirtless. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's the sport. You can't, yeah, that's that's just. Uh, but sport. you know, I, it, you know, Stallone and Schwarzenegger were the quintessential action stars of the '80s. They were rivals. I mean, that's they, they've talked about now how every movie that they made was basically to rival each other, and how they used to pull pranks on each other. And like Schwarzenegger, at one point, didn't take a role. Uh, and and made Stallone think it was a good role and had him take it. It was a bad movie. What was the movie? You gotta I, tell. I us. forget what the Damn movie it. was. It, it was it was it was one of those. Really Wait, is it the, um, the recent one? Was, no, this is the eighties. Oh. No, it was called. It was a it was a detective one where uh, that's I think where he met his uh, his first wife, Bridget Nelson. Ah, so this is Stallone. Yes, that was Stallone. He was a cop. A cobra. Cobra. The movie was called. So Arnold Schwarzenegger um, turned that role down. Cool. And convinced Stallone yeah, that it was a good role, and then Stallone met right, his right, first and, one. And I think um, before that, Schwarzenegger did um, a movie with Bridget Nelson called The Red Sonja or Red Sonja or something like that. It was a old, um, you know, the Vikings era time, like like Conan. Mm. Um, and uh, he did an interview afterwards, and he said he nearly got married. And then I think he mentioned the, the Cobra movie, where. Um, Bridget Nelson was a star again, the female star, and I think he turned it down, and that's how Sylvester Stallone got it. Interesting. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we open this up, obviously the greatest action movie of all time has to be Expendables 1 through 3. I was going to say, I mean... That is the literally every yeah. action star the, that ever lived. Can't be in one movie. Well, it ha- it, on by definition, it has to be because you have every single no. action star of the eighties plus no. plus new ones like uh, Jet Li's in there. Jet Li's not new, but like in terms of the eighties, like the quint- like the peak of the uh, eight, you know action movie yeah. era. Jet Li was not technically part of Hollywood and all That's that. Right. At he the didn't point. come in into his first American action movie. If I'm maybe I'm wrong about this, wasn't it Lethal Weapon Four? When he, when, he was the, when he was the villain. I mean, I well, love that. I, I, and he was horrible. Or, no, he's not horrible, but I mean, he was horrifying because I remember specific from that movie, he had these beads. And then he, That's would, right. he would separate strangle them people. and then he would strangle them with like yep. this, this, li- this, wi- liar, this wire. And it really horrified me as a child. I, rem- I remember in that movie, they, uh, Danny Glover and uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, another, uh, you know, another crazy choice. guy. Another crazy guy. <laughs> they like stab him, I think, with these two like poles. Goes right through him and he's like blood everywhere oh, and raining, and he's still trying to kill them. <laughs> That's dedication to oh, man. to murder. Jet Li in Lethal Weapon Four was the real life Terminator because he couldn't be stopped. It was great. Yeah, and then he turned into the Mummy. Wait, Jet Li? Yeah, in the Mummy Three, he yes. was at the tomb. Mummy Three, yeah. yeah. Can yeah. we yeah. thingy? Can we put Brendan Fraser in here? I would say he's a more recent like action star with the yeah. Mummy films, like for sure, like a, a an insane weird plot that. Okay, yeah. and then you know the first mummy, the first Brendan Fraser mummy is a great movie. The the sequel is like a good popcorn movie too. It's not as I, f- good. I forget the sequel. The sequel is it has they're uh, they're married. They have the son. Oh, the, the annoying kid. They have uh, the Scorpion yeah. King with the Rock, with the, the weird CGI Scorpion body. Oh, the Rock's it's in good, the second. It's good one? times. Uh, Emotep returns. His oh. uh, wife is kind of in it. And, and then she, she betrays him, the yeah. Scorpion King. Uh, yeah. Do we all agree? Because Ravi, you know, was going to open it up to TV. Mm-hmm. Is the greatest TV action star? Stargate. Kiefer Sutherland? Nope, Stargate. Stargate is 24 the greatest but action star? I mean, is that a lot of action or is that just more like shootouts? Is, is it more of a thriller? It's probably more of a thriller, yeah, right? You know? That's more of just yeah. politics. Oh, you're right. He doesn't go shirtless. It's, a, politi- like a, <laughs> it's a drama. I would say the, great, the greatest action TV series, truthfully, okay. is Stargate, and what? specifically with Teal'c. No. Yes. Get out. You're he, gets, he gets shirtless. <laughs> He's like immortal. immortal. There are explosions. Kaboom. What's no, the greatest? No, what does no, being no. immortal no, have to I, do with I, it? I, I still think you're allowed to go back to Walker, Texas Ranger. 
I agree. That I one think, works too. Uh, I think it goes yeah. back to Chuck Norris and and kind of. I mean, that had action sequences. It was over the top. It had the sound effects. Literally every episode ended the exact same way. You know, Chuck Norris and his buddies would find the bad guys. They would get into fisticuffs and fight. Then he would do the roundhouse kick to the face, and that's how the episode would end. You expected that every week. It delivered every week, and they did it for like 14 years. Like 20. Then I want to put forth right here, right now, that the best recent or present day action TV show has to be Cobra Kai, and I don't think it's close. Uh, Let me think on that one. Because Cobra Kai has... Um, it does I, have I action. Really good uh, choreography. It does Marshall have eighties vibes because it is a continuation of an eighties film series, right? Karate Kid's eighties. It's the Karate Kid in the eighties, I think. Well, here's the thing, though. Like Cobra Kai, I would say it's action, like action film, action TV. Cobra Kai, never but could dies. you argue that it's like for kids action because no. following a bunch of kids? Okay, yeah, I changed my answer. Power Rangers is the greatest action series of all time. That's right. There's explosions. And but there's no the, there's yeah. shirtless monsters. There's mo- there. That's true. The Brian monsters. Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Zordon. He's just a naked head. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, speaking about things, let's let's move on from here. Let's get into our what's what's it? What did we call it? Was it newsy? Was it news? Was it news? This We're, one's. We might have a drop for that in in the coming weeks. I mean, you could hit one of the drops right now as a temporary yeah, placeholder. Just press a random stuff. button, see what happens. <laughs> I mean, that's. I don't, can they? Did they hear that? Yes, they heard that. Yeah, it, I it can't be quite on my ears, but well, that's be, that's I'm fine. Deaf too. You're definitely deaf. But um, moving into our news section here, uh, obviously we had Mandalorian. We had an amazing episode <laughs> with Ahsoka Tano showing up doing an action sequence. Was that the greatest action sequence yeah, of pretty, ever? That's pretty good. Ahsoka Tano live action. Beating up on yeah, a so was, the animated, animated, version, is better. Now the animated version is better. What? The Darth Maul fight was better. Yeah, well. Uh, Rosario Dawson is as <laughs> talented as an actress. She is. <laughs> she cannot mimic animated version. She cannot do those same acrobatic moves. But Ahsoka is older and therefore has arthritis. And arthritis and osteoporosis, whatever that is, uh, you know, is a real thing. It's, uh, it hurts. Anyway. One interesting thing that came up, and this is going like uber nerd here, like it always does. Uh, Dave Filoni recently came out and said, asked the question of, you know, why does, why do we all think essentially that that episode with Ahsoka take place? Like, why do people think that that has to necessarily take place before the Rebels clip where we see Ahsoka with Sabine at the end of Rebels? The idea is the Empire has fallen, not the first time, in terms of the Death Star, but the second time when the Death Star 2 finally explodes, we see Sabine, we see Ahsoka. They're going somewhere. Ahsoka's dressed in a giant white robe. She's older. The question is, the the scene that we saw from Mandalorian, is that before, is that after? And then in d- true Dave Filoni fashion, he throws out, well, why do you think that? Who knows? You know, uh, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense that this is before. And the reason I say that is because Sabine is nowhere to be seen uh, and she's not around Ahsoka at this time. Now, unless they, unless unless there's some you know explanation that they they split off and they're like dividing and conquering, trying to find out information, which is very plausible. I, I think they would still be around each other, especially if 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 you know it was presented that they're now looking for someone. It does, you know, it it seems that p- potentially this is right before that scene because now she. We don't know what information she got out of the magistrate, but I would assume, maybe I'm assuming too much, but I would assume she got a location for Thrawn and potentially knows where Thrawn is now. And so potentially the scene where now Ahsoka will contact Sabine and be like, hey, I know where Thrawn is. Let's go. But doesn't this go back like a Star Wars, like forgetting Star Wars fans? Sure. And looking at it through the eyes is like storytelling. Like, what the fuck? It's bad storytelling. This is what I've been trying to say on the podcast for weeks. Like, no, I do, I, it, I, I don't want to believe you. This is, it's, 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 it's only bad though if they bring in all that stuff that you found out. It's only bad. It's only bad if all the stuff that we're projecting from rebels, right? Those elements become integral to the Mandalorian storyline. It certainly looks like it is going that way, but they haven't quite yet. This, we don't need that information yeah, I mean, for the Mandalorian's sh- tale right now. Yeah, this show has become just fan service, right? Like, yeah. and, and we've talked about that before. And, and actually, Dad, I'm curious. Are you caught up on the Mandalorian? 
<laughs> Otherwise, yeah. we've just ruined a lot of so, stuff for you. So you are a more casual fan than us, right? And so we were yeah. introduced, obviously, to this new Jedi with you know Ahsoka Tano, who has been in the animated show, but many casual fans aren't necessarily familiar with. What In terms of what we were just discussing, do, does any of that make sense to you? Um, I would say yes and no, because, um, like, th- th- this person just came. I mean, it, it, I think that's the first time we actually see her on the show, right? Correct. I mean, correct. Um, so a lot of people wouldn't know what she stands for until she mentioned it. But like I said, it's still, and then I'll, because he was supposed to bring um, the child to this Jedi and he was told to bring it here. And then all of a sudden now she says she can't train him because of, um, Anakin because of the dark, because he turned to the dark side. And um, I'm, so, um, I'm not too sure, um, where, where they were going with that part. I mean, but she was just there, I suppose. Boom. She there was, it is. Was, was, was the Jedi evidence right there that the show has failed and it should be canceled. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. I swear to Arjuna, I'm going to say this on the pod. If we do not see Thrawn, or if there's no more mention of Thrawn we'll in season punched. two, I'm going to punch you. Why? Because you so, so, willed it into existence, and it's your fault. <laughs> Dad, go ahead. He, he did not. He just, he just making a reference to say that, okay, you, you, um, I think um, one of you mentioned on, on, on your podcast as well, um, I uh, I think was the one you guys had bread. Was it bread? Not bread. 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 Right. Say so that every week. I think it was Christian who actually mentioned that every week the Mandalorian is he's trying to get to this place, but he has to do something before he gets there. And it's like this was like another diversion instead of him doing so. Obviously, because he had to do something again if he won this person. Right. So he had to kill the Jedi, but he was working with the Jedi to. But he said, "God, we need what you want," and it, it was like they're moving away from that now. So now they're trying to to fill that space because I'm I'm sure they um, they they realize obviously that this is not only going to be for solo. I mean, they have to come up with some new ideas. Yeah, so. yeah. I think the show definitely has become very formulaic. But in terms of when we were talking about the Western earlier, it reminds me that you know we we talk about like the Mandalorian. He basically does a task. And the story kind of goes around him, but he's not necessarily inf- like he's just kind of the vessel. I mean, that's that's essentially what the show is. Like it is, it is emulating that Western style pretty well. Um, that doesn't necessarily make for a great show, though. I don't know. You've seemed pretty entertained thus far. I've been very entertained. By I have too, and I've bought so much more stuff because of the show. <laughs> so therefore, it's working. Show good. <laughs> I don't know if that's... But anyway, we're not, we're not breaking the show again down for people. We just want to bring up this interesting thing. The one thing that I thought was interesting, though, is Dave Filoni is obviously very big in the Star Wars community as an executive producer, a writer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A director. A director. Um, the comments... I mean, does it surprise anyone that you would say something like this, especially around Ahsoka, his career... His creation. Oh shit! I just spilled water everywhere. It's not going onto the technology. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. It should be okay for now. <laughs> Megatron got very passionate <laughs> there uh, for a second. Well, there actually are paper towels right over there. It'll be fine. It's not leaking anywhere. It's it's leaking into my soul. Okay, that's hmm. fine. But yeah, does it come as any surprise, or do you think that this is just the tip, kind of the not the marketing machine, but kind of the the process that's in place where it's. Something happens in Star Wars that's very big to the story, the story group, and then we have certain um, people close to the creation of Star Wars stories say something in an interview to spark conversation, et cetera. Like, is there, do you think that, that there's that much thought goes into it, or it's just no. pure coincidence? Uh, I think it's just Dave Filoni being a fan of his own stuff. Um, you know, I, th- I think he's clearly very excited. He's very excited around the direction or the stuff that he's put into Star Wars, how well it's been received and the direction that it's going. So I, I just honestly, I feel like, you know, he's probably like a little kid on Christmas around this stuff. I, you know, I think the passion comes through pretty clearly. So I honestly think it's more like he's just, he's excited for people to see what's going to happen. And, you know, perhaps that works against him sometimes because he just can't help himself. Like I, I like when he talks because <laughs> He has a he's, good voice. He's an actual fan of the material. Yeah. He's a Star Wars fan, and he is one of the few people involved with Star Wars that seems to 
have an inkling of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, and, and no disrespect to J.J. Abrams, but full disrespect to J.J. Abrams. When he would talk about episode seven and nine, he's like, the grand master plan. And we learned that there was no grand master yeah. plan. It was very obvious when you sat down and you watched those interviews. It's like, well, you'll see, because I don't know yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, Dave Filoni, even though he throws out like, how do you know? He's Because he's thought about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he's thought he about it, and he, he knows, knows exactly where yeah. it is in this timeline. And I, I like that... Him and like when they do these these episodes like with Ahsoka, Favreau hands it off to Filoni and yeah. doesn't just let him direct; he lets him write the script too yeah. because he's familiar with the characters. And it's you know in, in terms of going back to the the old topic of where Star Wars is under the Disney umbrella, give more of it to Filoni because he knows what he's doing versus other people. J.J. Abrams that don't know what they're doing. <laughs> do you think like if if I was over at Disney? And, you know, as a manager or a person that's working with a bunch of individuals, do you think somebody has, like, thought, hey, we should have Kevin Feige sit with Dave Filoni and they can work together. Like, Dave can kind of learn what Kevin did for Marvel and then Dave can go do that for Star Wars. It was this nice, cohesive thing, but not on as connected as, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is. Like, Star Wars can still be its own connected thing, but it can be done in such a way where... You have these separate stories that all don't all tie into the fucking sky. There, there was a rumor a couple of years ago. Oh, that, I remember this that one. Feige was wanted to jump on Star Wars because he was more of a Star Wars fan than he was a Marvel fan. Mm. And I remember there was this whole there was this whole big story. I forget who did. It. I think it was Hollywood Reporter that said like he had been grooming somebody to like basically replace him for Marvel, and then he was going to jump in and take over Kathleen Kennedy's spot for Star Wars. I mean, there's even the there is a story. I mean. Kevin Feige is producing a Star Wars movie. I mean, we that was a, a story over a year ago. Uh, nothing has come of that since, obviously, in terms of what he's producing, whatever it's going to be. But a lot of people thought that potentially Disney was phasing Kathleen Kennedy out as the producer of Star Wars, and they were going to put Kevin Feige in. Now, that's obviously changed with COVID. That's obviously changed with the, you know, some say would say success, some would say unsu- you know, unsuccess, uh, not success of the film series. Uh, and then it's also changed a little bit because... Feige has redirected his efforts into the Disney Plus Marvel shows. Like he's because very, of COVID, he's very involved in those, uh, and probably more involved, I think, than was even originally planned. So, if they, if to go back to your original question, if David Dave Filoni and Kevin Feige haven't at least had one conversation about Star Wars and how to grow it as a brand in terms of how Marvel did it, uh, that's just very stupid. Because you should utilize the resources that you have in-house, right? And, you know, clearly Kevin Feige knows what he's doing with the MCU. And and Dave Filoni, it seems, at least from this perspective, is very involved with Star Wars, at least on the television side. And uh, hopefully will continue to be. And, you know, just for the vibe and what Dave Filoni has said about before in terms of how he's worked with George Lucas, he's very much a guy that likes to pick people's brains. So I would hope that if it wasn't studio-mandated, uh, Filoni has had at least a text conversation or an in-person conversation or a Skype or a Zoom or something with Feige about, hey, how do you build cool universes? <laughs> Speaking of cool universes, hey, Marvel's a thing still. Uh, more news of um, Florence Puke? Pew. Pew. Like P-U, Pew. Pew. Pew, pew pew, Florence Pew, Florence Pew, pew pew. Black Widow's character is going to be appearing uh, supposedly in the Hawkeye and um, Falcon when the Hawkeye show and the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Wait, Hawkeye's getting his own show? Well, yes, at some point. Why? Yes. So he can hand the mantle over to a his daughter. Female ho- not no, just a, a different character. You don't think it's his daughter it, anymore? No, no one's really bored with these. Daughter. Kate Bishop is a different character. No one's really. No one's bored of these archers. We already had gre- like how many seasons of Green Arrow? Eight. Yeah, we don't. We don't need more archers running around in, in superhero costumes. It's stupid. Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> and this, I think, goes back to some of the rumors as to why Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been delayed so much, is because. Whatever I believe happens in Black Widow, the new film, uh, ties directly into that series. So makes sense. Hmm. Uh, other Marvel news: Daredevil's goes back to Daredevil goes back to Disney. Yo, what does that mean? 
They didn't have it? Oh, it was a 20th Century Fox thing? Or? No, no, no. So Netflix had the rights to Daredevil. Oh, that Remember, thing. Netflix made their little uh, Defenderverse yeah. with uh, Daredevil. It's raging success. Daredevil, um, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, The Immortal Iron Fist. And they oh. even did another spinoff, The Punisher. Uh, but those are all now back under, I think now they're all back under the Disney umbrella. And, uh, and interestingly enough, on Twitter for a couple of days, once this happened, there was uh, a movement to bring Charlie Cox's Daredevil uh, into the MCU proper. So uh, the demand that Disney Plus basically bring back the Daredevil uh, and incorporate that basically R-rated version into the MCU, which uh, is not going to happen, I don't think. Well, I mean... You have uh, Deadpool. There's a place for these radar things, supposedly. Mm. But I guess it, I guess that de- that will depend. I mean, Iger said when they did the whole Fox acquisition that Deadpool would remain rated R. Right. But we'll see how long that or what that looks like, and how long that that will actually continue. Has Disney ever released a rated R movie? I think under with, via Touchstone. Yeah, no, distribution, I mean, I mean but Disney. Nothing Disney. is like Disney, Disney okay. now. It's oh, all about curious. the brand, man. It's all about the mouse. It's all about the, the mouse. Ears. It's all about that mouse. And about that mouse. No, and then the last big news for that little thing called Marvel, Thor 4. Say that. Everyone say that three times fast. Thor 4. 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 Wait, I'm sorry. Did I say that again? Thor 4. Thor 4? Thor 4. You guys are mean. That's our father. Um, Thor 4 is going to have a massive team up Avenger style I guess Uh, we may get a Captain Marvel in there we may get some well we are probably going to get the Guardians yeah yeah. Um, so a lot of people thought it was going to be a cameo but they might be full on co-stars Hulk could be back Smart Hulk they're saying uh, Idris Elba and uh, Taika Waititi recently were on Instagram together I think like promoting rugby so now people are speculating even though they're actually going to both be in the Suicide Squad movie some people think that they're hanging out because Heimdall will return and be in Thor 4 even though he died at the end of Avengers why can't can't they just hang out because they're friends and they like rugby Everything's so political and business. Christian, Christian, do you know what rugby is? Yeah, I'm probably the only one here who does besides you. I know what rugby is. <laughs> I covered a full day tournament when I was in college. <laughs> one day, one day, literal, so he knows rugby. A literal 16-hour tournament. Have you ever played rugby? <laughs> no, because Have you? I literally, you never got old enough I literally saw I literally saw two people tear their ACL Sante. Oh my and God. I was like, I am good. People lose eyeballs. Yes, I know. They, they lose. They lose fingers. Yet somehow they don't have as many concussions and concussion issue, issues that we see in the NFL. I don't know if that's yep. true necessarily. No, no, that's true. It they is, don't have there's, there's no, no helmets, right? So they don't. They're not hitting. They're helmet. not going helmet to helmet. Oh, hel- they don't have a helmet, helmet. a helmet problem that the NFL yeah. does. Well, but yeah. oh, you're right. You're right. But like losing fingers and eyeballs doesn't sound like that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it is fine because they're men. Now, well, finally, sure. to women. finally, to wrap things up here, Arjuna, um, a couple, the last pod, obviously, Arjuna could not be here in person. He missed out oh, on the opportunity you. to try our blue macaroons, blue macaroons, 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 macaroons. macaroons. So Arjuna got, didn't get a chance to try. So Arjuna, I'd like you to try it live on the podcast. Is there like poop in this or something? Just eat it. Oh, hold on a second. We're going to adjust the camera here, too. We're going to get nice and close. So this is a baby Yoda macaroon. Okay, so we're nice and super close in Arjuna's face here. We're getting a nice close-up here. There we go. Oh, man. He's chewing it. It's oh, falling yeah. out of his mouth. He didn't, learn, he, he didn't learn manners. He was just chewing with his mouth open a second ago. I'm going to commentate this until you're ready to give us the, the just how, how you feel it tastes. He's Not looking bad. at the cookie. What do you think? It's pretty good. That's it? Pretty good? I like it. Do you know how long that took took us? Like thirty Five minutes? minutes. Oh, like two hours. No. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, it's not pretty. Like a real man. But it's blue. But it tastes good, I'm not gonna lie. It's nice and sweet. It's light. The filling has good flavor. The the cookie itself has a nice little crunch to it. Don't again, I don't know I, I haven't had a ton of macaroons in my life, so I don't know if that it's supposed to be. There's also a cat hair. 
<laughs> uh, right, right there. Extra. Well, we had to fend Megatron off of it. He was trying to eat it, and mm. uh, you know, that's awkward. Me- Megatron was was a child, so he was trying to eat it. Wow, he was actually really in there. Maybe you just don't eat that part. Was there actual hair in there? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like baked, baked in. into the macaroon. Are you sure that's hair? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hair. Oh, no wonder I haven't seen Megatron in a while. You cooked him into the macaroons. That's the special ingredient. That is a special ingredient. That's why it tastes kind of funny. But overall, give that a... Here, here we'll uh, end the pod with this. Uh, Arjuna, was the blue macaroon good? Despite the hair. <laughs> and... The subpar presentation. <laughs> it was good. I will come back uh, next week for another macaroon. I will give it another chance. I, so, uh, Binging with Bambish uh, actually recently did an episode with John Favreau where they cre- recreate the um, blue macaroon. So, I learned a lot of tips shifting flour, cooking the, the sugar before adding it, you know, simple things like that. Oh, you didn't do that, huh? No. So, hopefully, it will turn out a lot better uh, the next time around. Uh, again, Dad, thank you for joining us here on the podcast. Where can people find you to do their taxes? Um, I'm at Twitter, and um, I have my own website now. Um, and what's that? What's the website? Arjuna, can you help me? <laughs> but, uh, I don't. Isn't it just Dana and Ramco Paul at dot com? Yes. Let's find yeah, out. There you are, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> we got we, we got to get we got to get you better at presu- you know. Selling yourself. Yeah, Dad, you got to sell DanandRamgopal.com. So, com for all your bookkeeping? financial bookkeeping needs. Tax preparation. Taxes. Taxes. Awesome, awesome. The best tax man in the entire world. He is the Arnold Schwarzenegger of taxes. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at, at uh, Was It Good PTM. And as always, we do these podcasts Mondays and Fridays live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash was it good. And we do have a giveaway this um, awesome, the child Chia Pet. You can find the details for that on our Twitter account, which once again is on was it good and also on Instagram at was it good PTM. It will be a simple follow and like comment type thing to enter. We'll announce the winner this Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye.